0: such a discussion around your conversation with James Baldwin you know especially yeah I don't know if you know or not but there was such a discussion around your conversation with James Baldwin you know especially the part where you said you basically told him lie to me the way you lied to the white man
1: if I love you I can't lie to you of course you can lie to me and you will if you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace you're lying to me because what the hell do I care about the truth I care if you're there What Billie Holiday say hush now don't explain all right, I accept that. Of course, of right, course, you lie to me that. because I don't even want to. Care. What, what does the truth matter? And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me, smile, treat me the same way you would treat him. I can't treat you him the way must. I treat him. You must because I've caught the I've caught the frowns and the anger. He's happy with you, of course. He doesn't know you're unhappy. You grin at him all day long. You come home and I catch y'all, because I love you. I get least of you, I get, I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? I, I will always remember Jimmy's face when I said that. Mm-hmm. Because he, he just went like, oh, because he hadn't thought about it that way. Because Jimmy knew that they do, we do lie to people who hate us, mm-hmm. we smile at them in the morning. We do lie to the people who hate us. So if it's going to be a lie, lie to me. I'm the one trying to make you understand. I I'm, I, I love you. I'm the one trying to have a meal for you. You know, it's fascinating when you look at history. And I, I love history. It's fascinating when you look at the enslaved woman who got up before dawn and put on some food. One of the reasons that. I-
0: yeah, you already know what it is. It's the self-medicated podcast over the counter episode. Um, Shout out to Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin For starting off this episode with our topic um, About lying (laughs) Um, So this is very very interesting So we heard the clip from a conversation A classic conversation between Nikki and James Uh, They obviously covered a lot of topics uh, And a lot of subjects But specifically what I want to talk about Is Nikki saying um, That that black women should be lied? Uh, exactly what is she saying? Because I feel like there's also context here. Because basically it has to be some context other than you lie to your oppressor, so uh, lie to me. Because that that just doesn't, you, like, it's not computing for me and my man brain. <laughs> so I, I, maybe one thing that could be helpful is to have a black woman explaining that or maybe just have Nikki here. To yeah, let let you me did. hit her up. Let me hit her
2: up.
0: But um, but basically, this clip was about this concept of you know, as black men, we lie to everyone who hates us, mm. and then we give the worst of ourselves to our partners or or black women. And uh, basically, what Nikki was saying was, why can't you lie to me and put on the front for me mm. the same way that you lie and put on the front for the people that are abusing and oppressing you? Um, and 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 basically saying that uh, you treat them better by lying to them than you do by being
2: even like, though they hate you and I love you right
0: you know? right um, so let's 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 dive into that a little bit mm-hmm. um, you know from my perspective I feel like this is uh, a weird 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 viewpoint because it makes it seem like. Uh, That my partner And everything that I'm fighting In the world are the same Hmm? It makes it seem like I should treat (laughs) My partner and everything That I'm my partner Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And everything that I'm Fighting against or in opposition With the same
2: That's how you took that to being
0: Uh, I think that's one Interpretation of that Okay Another interpretation uh, is that the black woman doesn't want it to be treated authentic Based off of what Nikki is saying, they don't want to be treated authentically. They don't want to be shared with the, like, they don't want, um, they don't want to be in a relationship. <laughs> right? That, that, I'm talking based off of what Nikki is saying. Uh-huh. She doesn't want the authentic pieces of a relationship. She wants to feel as if their their partner is happy and happy with them.
2: Uh, that's not what I got. Um, that's not what I, got.
0: I feel like I I, I also heard. Um, I heard a desire to be uh, to rework the definition of. A relationship, honestly, hmm. <laughs> right? Like, because what I'm hearing is what Nikki said was, "I get the worst of you." Well, you should, mm-hmm. you should, you should, as my partner, you should get all of me. You shouldn't right. just get the worst of me. You should get all of me. But what she is saying <clears throat> is, I don't want the word keep that shit. <laughs> like, I only want the best of you, even if it's fake. Yeah. Like, lie and act like shit is good and make me feel good, even if it's not. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, just the way, the same way that you do that for people who hate you, mm-hmm. do that for me, and that to me is weird. Because why would I treat somebody that I love the same way that I treat somebody that I hate? That just don't make the same. That makes. But sense why, why would you
2: treat someone you hate better than someone you love?
0: I think that lying to someone and faking to them does not mean you're treating them better. And I think that that to me is where is alarming about what Nikki said. Right, is that she thinks that lying to someone and being fake. Yeah, is the it means that you fuck with them or like them okay. more so than being real and honest and vulnerable? That to me is just confusing. you took
2: it very literal. I see. From what I gathered from what she was saying was more along the lines of, you know, when you're angry and upset and you go into work, your boss is like, "How's it going, Phil?" You're like, "Oh, it's going great, Jeff." You really like, I want to slap the shit out you, Phil, because you did some puncture last week. You know, you don't give them that energy, but when you go home, you're not like, you don't have that same patience and grace with your significant other, a lot of people. Yeah,
0: because she's not paying me.
2: Right. But That's the thing, like, <laughs> for someone different you, circumstances. you should have the patience and grace with someone you love, either yeah, way. Yeah, for
0: sure, but it shouldn't look the same That's what I think way. she's
2: saying, like, I want that, if you're able to give that to somebody you love, or you can't stand, why can't you do that for somebody you love?
0: Because I think it's fake and inauthentic.
2: Not necessarily, because you were mentioned before, like how you have more patience for Whitney than you would any other woman you're not dating, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like you might have patience in general, but like you give her more patience, so like that's you, like not giving her the worst of yourself. You're giving her the best of yourself because you're being more patient.
0: That's that's so totally inaccurate and not true. I give you Whitney, said that, but no. The whole, the whole the whole, thing is mm-hmm. I give her all of me. Right. And so she's going to get the bad and the good. Right. What Nikki is saying is, hey, you don't like this person, but you, you're, you're putting on a front for them. Mm-hmm. Why can't you put on a front for me? And that, I think, is wild. Because, bitch, you don't pay my bills. You don't sign my checks. There's a different level of... Mm-hmm. relate like we don't have the same relation you're not my fucking boss i don't have to please you you're not my employer i don't have to please you in order to get a check to come back and bring back to you you right. see what i'm saying there's a different dynamic i need you to be happy and <laughs> so that we can be partners so that what me and you are working mm-hmm. on that we can build and they can grow and we can make sure that that serves us. I don't need you to feel like I'm doing okay when I'm not. That doesn't help us. This, that, don't, that, don't, that don't serve us. I see, no I of see
2: both the points here, right? I think basically when I heard this, to me this is the biggest argument for based on what she was saying, for males to get therapy, because right? I um I I was on the internet on Instagram and somebody posted something along the lines of like, um, Your friends aren't your therapists, right? A lot of people will refuse to get therapy but push all their problems onto their friends when they should actually probably be talking to a professional and they will get upset when their friends don't want to talk to them or can't talk to them or help them because their friends have their own shit to deal with and now you're just piling on your problems onto somebody else that isn't equipped to handle you going through these problems. So, like, I'm assuming that there are issues that could be helped through counseling that she is not necessarily saying because, black people don't fuck with therapy like that. And she's definitely old enough probably to come from that generation. So I'm assuming there's, like, things that the man might be struggling with internally that he probably should resolve through counseling. But because he isn't, he probably brings those problems home, brings those problems brings those problems home to her and she has to deal with them. Whereas, you know, he still has those same problems. But when he goes to work, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's sunshine and flowers. So like, if you are able to resolve those issues you have within yourself, you probably won't pile them on to her. Like, yes, you're giving someone a hundred percent of yourself, but a hundred percent of yourself probably should mean that you're working to improve yourself. So you don't have this, um, These um, negative things you're bringing on to her, which she didn't sign up for or didn't require, but you should be fixing yourself. Um, what's the saying? Um, we always hurt the ones closest to us, right? And, like, I think that happens a lot of times because people take you for granted, and they feel like they can be the most vulnerable with you, so you get the whole of somebody, but that whole doesn't necessarily mean it's healthy, right?
0: Yeah, to me, it's still kind of... it's it, it, to me, this is an attempt to juxtapose roles on people that it don't fit on. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't expect, like, I'm not going to treat you the same way I treat my boss at work. Like, that just don't make no sense. Like, it's just, I'm not going to talk to you about the same things I would right. talk Right, I
2: you. don't think, she, like I said, I think you're taking it very literally. I don't but, think it was but, meant to be, she's a poet. Like, I don't think she meant it to be literal, right?
0: No, I'm I don't think what I'm saying is actually truly literal, because what she's saying you, okay. is, I you smile when th- you smile when things aren't good in front of them. Mm-hmm. I would like the same treatment. That's damn near a direct quote.
2: Right, but I don't think she meant like I don't want you to not confide in me at all. I meant like I think it meant like more of, don't bring all your shit to me a lot. Sometimes, you know. Give me some grace and patience and not bring all your shit to me. Like I said, there are some people where I've seen it. I didn't
0: get that out of what she said
2: at all. I know. That's why I'm giving you context because she's a poet. It's like Kanye West, right? You don't necessarily verbatim try to translate what Kanye said. You have to filter it through how you know that person to be, how you know them to think.
0: And that's what I'm. I'm very familiar with Nikki Giovanni. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm not saying. But the
2: way you're answering it sounds like you're speaking, like, because you're giving very literal, and direct, like, I wouldn't talk to her, I would talk to my boss.
0: Yes. Have you seen Clearly this whole yet. interview? Have you seen this whole Nikki and James interview? Uh,
2: I don't remember I've seen if this I have.
0: Several, several times mm-hmm. over. I'm not saying what I'm saying right. out of nowhere, right? Are like, you, I'm not saying. This, also, this
2: is, are you trying to directly. Translate what a woman is saying.
0: I would never be so naive to do such a
2: thing. <laughs> Just because they say one thing doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you know you have to. I say you have to put it through a filter.
0: Right. So the filter I'm putting this through okay. is my BYP filter. Having haven't mm. watched this interview a few different Never times. Never put it through a BYP filter. Well, I've been, <laughs> that was the first time I watched it was with a BYP <laughs> okay. filter. And this was the first reason why I left uh, BYP. It was low-key around this now conversation. Now it's
2: starting to make sense. Well,
0: the thing is, it was low-key around this conversation and how it was interpreted because mm-hmm. what I was told mm-hmm. was that Nikki was saying that the people that you hate get more consideration and grace than the people that you love. I'm talking to black men. Mm-hmm. Black men, the people that you hate, you treat them better. You are more graceful and considerate about their feelings than you are with the people that you love. Mm-hmm. That was what I was told was kind of the, uh, the summary, right? Like the one page or, of what she was saying which I totally understand. Yeah. But if you break down her examples and what she meant by that, mm-hmm. it actually ends up falling short because she's wanting something or expecting something that <laughs> you like. She wants uh, what someone else in a different role in this person's life has. right? Uh, and she wants to, I, I've said this word a couple of times now, but juxtapose that on her role. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's almost like a, damn, I'm sitting here dealing with this level of shit yeah. and and these things that you're going through and I get it presented in this way, but you're not presenting that to me the same way that you would present it to someone that you hate. And there's a confusion on why the fuck am I getting, as someone that you love, as someone... Mm -hmm. And that loves you, why am I having to deal with all of these difficult, tough, complicated things, whereas the people that you hate only get the brightest, right? They get the happiest you. They get the, you know what I'm saying? They don't never have to see no bad shit. They don't never have to deal with none of the negative. But I love you, so why can't I just get positive shit all the time? You know what I mean? That's what, to me, that was the context of the larger conversation. Not just that clip, but just like the larger context of the conversation, and that's why I'm saying it's kind of weird. It's like, well, you don't get that because that's not you. I don't have to lie to you. I don't have to put on the front in order mm. for us to survive. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different different circumstances. So, and, I, and that's also not to dismiss what I think the point of what Nikki is saying is that for, for black men, maybe our lives are polarized in that exact way. Right. Maybe all of our happiness is only allowed to be portrayed in that work environment where it can be accepted. Mm. And then the only opportunity that we have to vent about bullshit is with the people that's closest to us and that are actually going to listen to it. Right. So maybe Mm. that's what she's saying is that that right there is not fair. (laughs) Right. The fact that the only thing like your 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 happiness, that that kind of uh, demeanor. Yeah. is reserved as a front. The fact that you can only be that way as a front is problematic. The fact that part of that other side of that front is yeah. that the flip side of that is the bad things. And that's what I have to deal with. Yeah. So to me, maybe that's a little bit more of what she was saying is like, maybe it's not so much the, the fake it and be happy with me all the time, mm-hmm. but it's more so of kind of balance that out. Right? Like, you only give me the negative shit when you're at the crib. You only give them positive shit when you're at work. So balance that out for me because that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a little bit more wholesome. That's a little bit more. Yeah. That's that. That's a little bit better of an explanation, I, I think, think, of, of what you were saying.
2: Yeah. Cause um, I guess the most extreme example would be like niggas that uh, that beat their spouses or their significant others or whatever, or women. Um. Like, you're not going to beat your boss's ass most of the time. Nope. But your boss, if he gets you frustrated, you're going to come home and beat on your significant other. Yeah. No. Like, in that extreme example, you're giving them the best and her the worst. Correct. So, like, yeah, I think that basically I agree with you that balance is important when you're dealing with your significant other, don't give them just all the shit. And also there was a point I wanted to make that I forgot. (laughs) Well, I think
0: this is a really good opportunity to also take this a little less seriously. Mm -hmm. Right. So Nikki James, these are legends, icons within our culture, their dialogue, and especially the relationship between black and uh, black men and women. That's, that's some shit that's on a very certain level But let's bring this back down to the self-medicated level right. And talk about lying to your woman In a relationship just straight up Oh, okay, yeah that, okay, I got So that. if you're in a relationship with your woman Do you tell her the truth
2: About everything And all things Um, I'm not gonna answer that question directly Why? <laughs> I asked you Let me tell you a story first <laughs> I love it So <laughs> I listen to a podcast by this um, therapist. Her name is Esther Perel. Okay.
0: Shout out to Esther. She's Dr. really, Esther.
2: D- really dope. She has um, a book about cheating, actually, about infidelity, and that's mostly what her podcast is about. Can I stop you right there? Go ahead. How do we get from lying to cheating? Brothers, hold your horses. I'm going to bring it all together.
1: Okay.
2: So, So um, that's kind of what her specialty is, right? or couples that are just like they lost their way. She does couples therapy mostly, right? Okay. And the, her podcast is dope cuz it's kind of like, they, she tends to do one-off sessions. So mm. the podcast is actually those sessions. Oh,
0: so yeah. Oh, that's actually interesting.
2: Yeah, it's really good. She's very insightful and very smart. Um but she had a podcast where it was the guy, it was just a guy, right? Mm. And he was saying how he cheated on his wife. And he felt really bad about it. And he felt like she should know. And she asked him, who does that benefit? Mm-hmm. Who does it benefit for you to tell? Mm-hmm. Is clearing your conscience more important than considering her feelings? Blowing up your whole family? And I was like, that's a good point. Because a lot of times people say they want the truth, but the truth can be catastrophic. Right. It can ruin multiple people's lives. So in that situation, even though he was in the wrong it was probably better off that he not say anything. He just deal with that and kind of processes it and get whatever help he needed to resolve whatever issues that made him cheat. Right. I was like, and that's when I realized like sometimes not telling the truth or lying can be a sign of like uh grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, this is very, very interesting because, um,
0: I feel like, yeah, In in that situation, he probably wanted to tell her to ease his own guilt Mm -hmm. and to get it off of his own conscience without really thinking about, you know, how the impact to her, right? Yep. Um, And uh, uh, I've heard (laughs) that for a lot of women, their thing is, it's not up to you. Mm -hmm. Give me the information so that I can make the choice. Uh. And that, that is where a lot of times they're their ire comes from is that you remove my ability to choose right like if you Mm -hmm. just kept it real then i can decide if you just told the truth then i can decide if i want to continue doing this or not Mm -hmm. but if you're lying i'm operating off of false information and not only am i operating off of false information you are manipulating my behavior by not telling me Mm -hmm. the truth so that's the i guess the flip side of that right right Uh, In my opinion, I think that when you lie to someone, there's a reason you lie to them. It's either for your benefit or theirs. Yeah. And if you're lying to someone for their benefit, then you also need to learn to be able to come through where the fact that these lies or the fact that there's a lie involved Mm -hmm. doesn't become a problem. Because that simple fact can become way bigger than the decisions about the lie, that were made, right, right? Right. And so, if you're going to do that, I think that needs to be done strategically, and it has to be done in a way where it cannot like come back to bite you. I agree. Yeah. Um, and then like I also think there's a bunch of other examples of this. So, like for example, I don't tell if. If something pisses me off, I'm not automatically, if it if, if he does something or something around when he pisses me off, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to, the moment that it happens, let her know that that pissed me off and this, uh, like, how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Because I could be wrong. Maybe I need to chill and sit back and think about it be like, damn, that wasn't even Shorty's fault. It didn't actually have anything to do with her. Yeah. What's the point of me bringing this up to her? if it's, You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, and and uh, that might not be like a blatant lie, but that's not telling the truth, or mm-hmm. like not volunteering the truth, yeah. which some people think is lying. I I don't
2: <laughs> personally, but omission is a lie to some people. Uh,
0: I think volunteering and omission is two very different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that volunteering. Uh, I think that omission is selfish, mm. because if you're gonna tell it. But I should say, if I'm going to tell it, then you (laughs) can either tell tell it it and tell it all, or just shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't feel like either one of those is better than the other. I feel like they're equal tactics.
2: Yeah. I feel like also, I feel like the reverse of what Nikki said might be happening more now. Mm. With more women going into the workforce and more, woman especially in the black community taking the role of the breadwinner of a household they have to deal more so with these interactions with people that they might not like or people that are oppressing them and a lot of times I feel like they might bring that emotion like the worst of them onto their family especially like I feel like uh, I think from my experience personally I would say like to the children and who tends to suffer the most from those um, those interactions? Mm. So, I want to at least throw that side out there as well because it's not solely just men. From personal experience, I've seen it happen, and I observe it to happen with um, women doing it with their children or their um, significant others as well. Yeah, no, that's true. So I just you know we gotta we gotta have both sides out there. We don't want to just seem biased. Absolutely. But that's when they call it six absolutely absolutely <laughs> so the
0: moral of this story is lie if you care about the people tell that you're tell me the lying good to.
2: lies like saint john said <laughs> <laughs> tell me the good
0: lies you already know all right we got to go get this cleo's man uh so yeah you already know what it is it's the over-the-counter uh episodes of the self-medicated podcast as always i am your host young quentin quarantino young wayfair young banter boss young john snow because i know Absolutely nothing. You know, All nothing of those is young no. All no. of them, yep. Yeah. I'm young today. <laughs> Here as always with the old captain of the nah, igloo. I'm going to cut your mic off. Old popular and <laughs> friendly, <laughs> a.k.a. the box hunter, a.k.a. one pop poppy, a.k.a. the bottom feeder. It is a self medicated podcast. Uh, tune in to the YouTube clips coming soon. We out.